Well, I didn't freaking sleep at freaking all last night. Holy cow. Woken up about 1.30 with a roll of thunder that literally seemed to last for hours. It was incredible. Uh, those of you who are woken up, uh, I'm sure you saw the lightning that wouldn't end, the thunder that wouldn't end. Uh, there's There was flooding yesterday afternoon in Chesterfield, overnight in Wayne. It was just one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I'm trying to... Uh, uh, multitask, getting ready for the show, watching uh, Ashley Barrissey on Channel 4 and that uh, uh, that that radar. And it just seemed like the 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 front was moving. But as it moved out, uh, you know, it regenerated itself. It was like the Terminator 2000 of, of storms. It was incredible. And I think it's finally starting to move out. However, uh, we have a short period of time to dry out because storms are coming back later on this evening. Hopefully those are just normal run-of-the-mill storms that just get the heck out of here instead of literally sit over uh, our area like that storm cloud that that follows the grumpy person around in, in, in cartoons. It was just, uh, it, it was it was just like I said, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. It's going to get hot today. The uh, heat advisory, it's going to be in the 90s. It's going to feel like it's 100. Luckily, um, not a whole lot of power outages. I'm not going to say only uh, about 13,000 because if you're one of the 13,000 people without power, it's not It's not only 13,000. Uh, but no mass power outages yet, and hopefully that stays strong because people are going to need their air conditioning. Um I cannot believe how much news there is out there. I'm I'm not going to get to all of it. Uh, obviously, last night was the first presidential debate for the Republicans. Um, Guy is going. Guy Lloyd, Nick, we're all going to have um, really in depth coverage all morning on Jr. Mornings. Just a couple of takeaways for me. It was actually a better watch than I thought it was going to be. Um, People didn't go after Ron DeSantis as much as uh, he thought he was going to have people go after him. Uh, people were going over, uh, going after Vivek Ramaswamy. Some of that he brought upon himself. I think he started off the debate as surging uh, favorite to flustered rookie. If I had to pick one winner, I would say it's probably Nikki Haley. We'll talk about this a little bit more in depth about 545. Um, and then the Donald Trump Tucker Carlson interview, I haven't heard a whole lot of buzz about it. I watched it, 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 it launched, so to speak about five minutes before the Republican debate started. And, uh, so I started watching that. If it kept my interest, I would have, uh, I would have stayed with it about five minutes in when I flipped over to the Republican debate. They were they weren't arguing. They were debating on whether or not Jeffrey Epstein killed himself or he was killed in jail. Uh, Donald Trump said, I don't think I don't think he was killed. He probably killed himself. Tucker Carlson said, oh, no, I think he was killed. And uh, that that's where I left it. But uh, looking at I, I haven't seen the ratings for the Republican debate, but looking at the reach on Tucker Carlson's Twitter X page, one hundred and thirty seven million reach. So. Uh, big, big ratings, if you if that's what we call them, big views for Tucker Carlson on Twitter X. I haven't seen the ratings for the Fox News debates. I'm going to guess it's less than that. In the previews, though, 
Tucker Carlson asked Donald Trump if he thought that the, the same people who were trying to indict him, the same people who tried to impeach him, might come, at, might come after him and try to kill him. And I said, wow, Tucker Carlson has not changed a bit. He's still kind of a uh, unhinged, inflammatory instigator. I'm going to guess it's going to get worse on Twitter because um, he's, got, uh, he's got no regulations uh, to, to hold him back. So uh, never change, Tuck. Very on brand for you. Former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, he turned himself in yesterday to the Fulton County Jail on charges that he conspired to overturn the election in the state of Georgia. Giuliani, he's one of eight co-defendants who have turned themselves in. He walked out of jail after posting $150,000 bond. Donald Trump is scheduled to turn himself in this afternoon, this evening. And a lot of people think that he's doing it because he wants to take the air out of the post-debate coverage. A standoff in Pittsburgh ends after several hours with hundreds of rounds exchanged and the suspect dead. Here's more from Fox's Grinnell Scott. Allegheny County Sheriff Kevin Krause said the incident began with his deputies serving a man an eviction notice, but then... He immediately opened fire on our deputies. Uh, They began to take cover, uh, return fire. That lasted many hours, with officers even calling for more ammunition. The suspect is dead. Police aren't saying how it happened, but Pittsburgh Chief Larry Scarado says there is more to discover. About the, the subject and, and his associations as we move forward. Beyond the suspect, no officers or residents were seriously hurt in the incident. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Another shooting overnight at a California biker bar has left three dead, six hurt. The shooter was a retired police officer, and he's amongst one of the dead. He, he got into a shootout with deputies, and uh, he was shot and killed by the deputies. Evgeny Prigozhin, remember that guy, the head of the Wagner Mercenary Group, the stage that short-lived coup against Russian President Vladimir Putin about two months ago? Um, he was aboard a private plane that crashed just northwest of Moscow, according to the Russian Federal Air Transport Agency. A video was posted of the plane falling like a rock out of the sky, uh, suggesting it may have been shot down or had a bomb on board, according to NBC's Richard Engel. Uh, Prigozhin and the Wagner Group, they were making headway towards Moscow back in late June when the coup ended just as suddenly and randomly as it began. Putin pardoned Prigozhin and worked out a deal with the Belarus government to have him live there in exile. Uh, no, first, no official word yet on if Prigozhin was actually on board the downed aircraft and whether or not Putin had anything to do with it. But uh, of course he did. If 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 Prigozhin was on that airplane, uh, I don't trust a whole lot that comes out of Russia. Uh, there's some people speculating that Prigozhin may have faked his own death or him and Putin are working together. And this was to throw people off the scent. So. Who the heck knows? Uh, Good news for India. After a failed attempt in 2019, they became the fourth country behind uh, the USA, China, and Russia to land on the moon. But they're the first in the world to land at its South Pole, the Chandrayaan-3 spacecraft. That sounds like something out of Star Trek. It landed with a rover on the lunar surface and will remain up there for two weeks. It's going to be conducting experiments in hopes of finding watery ice that can be used to fuel deep space exploration of places like Mars, um, like uh, like like Russia's aircraft that they tried to land on the moon that that crashed into it earlier this week. Uh, it's the latest development in sort of the space race between us, India, China, and Russia uh, to find that potential fuel source. 
Uh, the Michigan began the Michigan began a lot uh, a little bit over a month ago. It cost an estimated seventy five million dollars. India will next attempt a manned lunar mission. China and U.S. are working on their own missions to the moon's south pole. And uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says that Congress could launch a formal impeachment inquiry against President Biden in September after they return from summer recess. There's a growing movement, especially among the far right members of Congress, to impeach the president over questions about his son Hunter Biden's business dealings and accusations that he leveraged his father's position back when Joe Biden was vice president and sold access to him in those business dealings. McCarthy told Larry Kudlow on Fox Business, if they provide us with the documents, there wouldn't be a need for an impeachment inquiry. But if they fight us, we will move forward. It's first thing with Mike Parsons on WJR. All right. Guy Gordon is here getting ready for JR Morning. Lloyd Jackson will be along shortly. All right, Guy. So uh, we made our predictions yesterday. We uh... <laughs> The drinking game would not have worked. No. I, I... Uh, the principled and uh, accountability. Truth. Truth was the big word last night in relation to Donald Trump, and I found that interesting. I mean, they did find surrogate ways of, of, of attacking him without doing a full frontal. Yeah, the first one that I noticed was when Ron DeSantis said the federal government shut down for COVID. Florida did, and I, I kind of saw federal Interesting. government. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That's, that's important. So I, I have to say it was actually a better watch than I thought. Um, you know, they, of course, there is kind of a, a sense of futility to it because Donald Trump obviously is is most likely – going to be the nominee so in the final analysis after having watched the debate was trump's absence a plus or a minus i think it was a plus overall i do too um i do feel it it stayed polite for longer than it would have been uh if donald trump was there i mean they they did get after each other but i would say the first half hour it was polite everyone kind of got well i think it was a little sooner than that actually yeah it was when nikki haley dropped the gloves on the economy question and said hey wait a minute you guys that were in congress you voted for all of these budgets and i thought that was a really smart moment i i have to say and of course we never reach a consensus on who won uh the debates anymore if i had to pick someone i would i would pick nikki haley um, like you said, guys, she called out fellow Republicans. She preached compromise and realistic expectations on abortion. Uh, she stood up to Mike Pence when he was trying to be an abortion absolutist. Then he kind of walked it back. Um, and then she she schooled Vivek Ramaswamy um, on the fact that Russia and China, they're intertwined. And a win for one is, is a win for other when he started yeah. going on his let's stop sending aid to Ukraine bit. Yeah. Don't don't tell me you're tough on China if you're going to be easy on Russia. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was very good on that. She's her trajectory is up. If I was one of those uh, GOP donors sitting in the audience, um, I would be thinking uh, that I'm done writing checks for Ron DeSantis. And I'm going to write some checks for for Nikki Haley. Here's what creeped me out about Ron DeSantis. He mentioned using lethal force on the border a few a few too many times for me to be comfortable with. I understand. And he you know, he talked about um, a a mother uh, whose son overdosed. And that's really sad. But when people are crossing the border, how do you uh, how how do you tell the difference between El Chapo 
of the cartel and some guy who's just trying to send some money back to his family in Mexico. Exactly. I, I think the idea of lethal force had to be more clearly defined. And, and there are rules for lethal force for Customs and Border Patrol. So you, there, there, I thought the question should have been framed is, will you use the American military uh, in Mexico to go after these cartels? Will you designate them as foreign terrorist organizations and go after them that way? Would have been the smarter question. That was the only one that the UFO question where I thought that that uh, Brett Martha that one. kind of kind of dropped on that. Oh, oh, Chris Christie was great. Goes, wait, you're giving me the UFO question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, Chris Christie to me had the the line of the night when he accused Vivek Ramaswamy of sounding like a Chat GPT drone. And you know what was great about that? It was clearly a scripted moment. He had that arrow in his quiver. Right. But Chris Christie is so good at this, he made it sound unscripted. Well, the thing is, I mean, I think Chris Christie is up there to just kind of be a disruptor and call people out. Obviously, he's 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 far behind in the polls. I have to say, I, I don't know what people thought of Vivek Ramaswamy. I, I thought he had probably the worst uh, performance. He went from a surging favorite. He kind of had that cocky, like, snake oil salesman smile at the beginning. And I think within an hour, he went from 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 surging favorite to flustered rookie. Well, it was interesting. Um, you had a great take last night. You said, gosh, he's like a guy that has read uh, one issue of foreign affairs. Right. And now is an expert on foreign policy. Yeah. And he does come off as this overeager grad student. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, people people like we predicted, actually, uh, on yesterday's show, um, People did not go after Ron DeSantis. They went after Vivek Ramaswamy, but a lot of a lot of it Vivek Ramaswamy brought on himself. But here's the thing, and I, this is the only the lone place where I disagree with you. I think he came out. He and Nikki Haley had the most to it, it were the big winners last night. Vivek Ramaswamy is now the heir apparent to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He is the most MAGA of the folks out there. He also, uh, I think, was authentic. He was who he was, he, and he was bold. He wasn't afraid to say, no, I would cut off Ukraine. Um, but, you know, he, he is the one that the media is seizing on today is the guy that made, he was the big disruptor. And I think for those that are going to be asked polling questions in the future about, well, yes, Trump is your number one pick. Who's your second pick? They're going to say Vivek Ramaswamy, well, and which is why it goes to the point that we were talking about. I think he's he's going to be on the ticket right. with Trump. I felt like he was running for vice president. I mean, he was so subservient. Uh, just out of nowhere, he said, I am the one candidate who has the who had the courage to say I would pardon Donald Trump out of nowhere. It seemed kind of desperate. And then Mike Pence said, uh, wait, why are you assuming he's going to need to be pardoned? And, and yeah. Mike Pence you know, Mike, and do you know what? And do you know what goes into be, you know giving a pardon? Because I've done it, right? Yeah. I, I, he Mike, turned it around. Mike Pence, uh, he he really hammered Vivek Ramaswamy's inexperience. Uh, guy, I know we've got cuts, we've got recaps. We stay, have highlights. Stay tuned. Yeah, right. <laughs>